Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Loaded Sport, where today we are going to be previewing week 13 of the NFL as well as looking towards England against Senegal in the round of 16 of the World Cup. Joining me to go through all of this is Sam and Skin. Welcome back, lads. How are you doing, mate? You okay? Very good, thank you. Yourselves? Yeah, I'm good. Um, Very good. I've got a little present for you, but I don't want to ruin what's coming next. So if you could go to your next bit and then come back to me, I'd appreciate it. I think before we go to a next bit, I think Ag just want you on to quickly address something that we we may or may not be giving away today. Yes, I was going to get to that bit as well. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll do it now. Let's go with it now, as planned as ever. Okay, so also throughout uh, this episode, you'll be able to hear a question that at some point will be asked regarding a free £50 Amazon voucher giveaway. We've got Pat Pat Butcher here butchering this. How How much? much? Am Am I wrong? Did you say ten pound, Ag? Fifty. No, it's fifty. Fifty. Fifty quid. Oh, just before Christmas. We must be doing well. I tell you what, if you think I'm Pat butchering it that much, Sam, (laughs) take it away. You go for it. You you do this bit yourself, mate. You you have it. No, all it is, all it is, ladies and gents, it's a it's a fifty pound Amazon gift voucher that we are giving away at some point in the show. So you're going to have to listen throughout probably the entire episode, and there'll be a question somewhere along the way maybe a question somewhere along the way all you need to do is answer the question and then hit us up on one of our social media pages at probably facebook on just loaded sport and on twitter at loaded sport message us privately please don't leave it in the comment section because we will delete it and obviously that will give the answer to others so yeah just drop us a message with the answer and then you'll be with a chance of getting the 50 pound amazon voucher Nicely done. That moves us on to introducing Mudge back to the group. Mudge, welcome back. It's been a while and it's good to have you back. I fucking hate this man on the mic, Forrest. So, <laughs> but you know what? I'll do my own bit. Man with a mic, you smell like cheese and look like a fucking gorilla, mate. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. You forgot the woo, woo, woo. Right. I'm <laughs> just about that. to one-up you, Mudge, and I'm really sorry, go mate, on, but I need to go. do this. Yeah, man. I'm with the mic, you little Christmas chocolate you. You thought because I was away, I wouldn't <laughs> be greeting you. I want to open you a black and advent calendar. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, I hope that came across clearly, and you heard it. Yeah, but, I yeah, did everything. Yeah. I, heard everything. I loved that's, it. That's good. That was I, great. Uh, I got, I got Kemp sent me a little message earlier that I thought I'd surprise you I with, mate. That. She's been doing a tremendous job, and it, he looks forward to it. I'm sure you look forward to it. So I didn't want us missing out, and I didn't want our, our potentially new listeners. To miss out on that either, so we can uh, carry on as normal now. No, thank Love you very much. We'll just, just shout out, shout out to Kempy as well because he was not going to be with us for the next couple of weeks because he is uh, got bold. things going on in life. He's uh, moving house and he's very bold, so yeah, he'll not be with us for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's a busy little boy, isn't he? Love him, love that boy. Yeah. Up the DHL, up, up leads. Absolutely. Let's kick things off by talking about what has just concluded at the time of recording in Group E, the chaos that has just ensued in two separate games. Sam, I'm going to come to you first. Germany against Costa Rica. You watched that game, I believe. No, 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 no. I didn't, mate. I didn't. You didn't? I I, I, I was... Good start, by the way. I I was (laughs) flicking originally. Every time I flicked, I I missed a goal. Yeah, oh, mate. If only every time, I, every time I flicked, I missed a goal. So I, I stuck to that Spain game, and uh, what a game it was! I say Spain game, I should call it the Japan game because the Japan they, game, mate. Yeah. The spirit of the Japanese. Yeah, yeah. First off, oh, nearly not my mic over. First off, Spain were brilliant. They got massive praise at the studio at half time. You got that idiot Graham Sooner saying, "Why don't England play like that?" Because the you know that's how you, that's how you win championships. Yeah, well, look at that second half because that's definitely not how you win a championship. Uh, Japan absolutely brilliant in that second half. Ran and ran and ran. They've got so much energy. They've got a little bit of quality in that final third as well. And yeah, they're just electric to watch. So brilliant game. It was shame that Germany managed to uh, pull it around, but it doesn't really matter for them, does it? Because uh, it'd have been nice to see Costa Rica and uh, and Japan go through. But but there we go. We can't can't have it all, can we? I'll, I'll, I'll happily take Germany going out tonight. Good chat. Sorry, mate. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Sorry. They were just explaining the decision on the the ball going out of play in that game. They were talking to uh, a bloke that was watching VAR, and apparently the laws of the game states that the curvature of the ball, part of it was still in play. Therefore, Mm. it it counts as it's still in play. So I was going to ask you for your thoughts on that bit. Well, thank you. So 
I always thought if you could see daylight or see grass, I always thought that was like the rule of thumb. If you could see grass between the ball and the line, then it's, you know, it's either over the line for a goal or out of play. Clearly that's not the case. So now they're going by the sounds it is from the diameter of the edge of the ball, which is... I thought that had always been the case in terms of over the goal line. Like if if a touch of the ball was still in the white, it isn't completely over the line. Yeah. My issue was with the angles that they were showing... Yeah. It didn't look like that was the case because it wasn't level with the line, like if, you would if, normally if, see with if, goal line technology. Yeah, if it was a matter of just being level with the edge of the ball, I, I do, I, I kind of get that, and I kind of think it was probably still in then. But if it was, I, I always thought for some reason it was if there's daylight between the bottom of the ball and the line, then it should, it's it's out, which is obviously not the case. So yeah, if if it's the edge of the ball, fair enough, and Japan are oh, deserved winners. That makes no, I, there was like literal broad daylight between the ball and the line. Like oh that. yeah, like I always I agree with you, Sam. I always thought that was the case, but yeah, same. Yeah, I have to agree with what you said there about the ball going out of play. I thought that, that would have uh, counted as a goal kick, but as it is, Japan, Spain both qualify from Group E. Of course, England also qualified early on in the week, and on Sunday <laughs> take on Senegal. On the boys. Where's Kemp? Where the fuck is he? We can have a bit of time <laughs> where we can actually enjoy the fact that we all believe even part of us, that football might actually be coming home. The round of 16, England yeah. against Senegal. Skin, I'm going to start with yourself. Your thought on the England game against Wales? Oh, it were good, weren't it? I were a bit, I were a bit upset in review show earlier in the week after the USA game, which we all were for a multitude of reasons, mainly the, the, the seemingly lack of urgency in the performance. Gareth Southgate is a uh, is a, a follower of ours on, on Spotify. Got a notification that the episode drops on Tuesday. Uh, had a listen. Nice. He thought, "Yeah, you know, you know what? Uh, I need to, yeah, I need to do something about this. I need to listen to the fans, and I need to put a bit of excitement in." The, the early rumor, as we know, was Henderson coming in, which was assumed that Jude would be dropped, but it was actually Mason Mount that was dropped, and Jude was put into that more attacking role. Great decision. Fire, yeah, absolutely. Flanked by Foden and Rashford ahead of Saka and Sterling, uh, and what a performance! The first half, despite it being nil nil, was was controlled, it was composed, it was attacking, they, they looked like they wanted to score, they looked like they wanted to create as many chances as possible, unfortunately didn't get that goal, and then the second half speaks for itself, Marcus Rashford, absolute scream of a free kick, mm, full yeah, foul, he's scoring about what, what, boy. 60 seconds later, um, and uh, Rashford getting his <laughs> second and England's third of the game, not so long after after that brilliant uh, cut in from the right hand side after Calvin Phillips uh, long ball over the top, which if you go back and watch, it looked that good goal, by the way. Calvin Phillips looked good. He did, he did say his lack of minutes this season. He did look very good in that, in that cameo that he had. But mm. yeah, if you, if you go back, go back uh, to that second Rashford goal, England's third goal, and you look at the build up at the back before Calvin Phillips long ball, before Rashford's great dribble and finish. You know, it was a brilliantly worked goal and from the team all round, really. So, yeah, really, really happy. It gets the excitement back in your in your veins, ready for the game it's on in. Sunday. Pumping, pumping, yes. pumping, indeed. Uh, Senegal Sunday night, seven pm kickoff. We don't play African teams very often for obvious reasons. I think never lost, never lost, ne- never lost. I don't think it's going to be. An easy win. It will be cagey because it is a knockout game. You have got to sort of be a bit more conservative, which, let's face it, plays in Southgate's hands. But I do think if he sticks to the same lineup that we played on Friday, uh, not Friday, sorry, Tuesday, I, I do think we'll get a 2 or 3 nil comfortable win, to be, to be quite honest. But, yeah, we'll see. Sam, what about you, mate? Because you were, you were just as upset and yeah. probably even more seething and more on the angry oh, yeah. side than I was after happy. Friday. We weren't too happy Friday performance, mate. We obviously aired it out on the on the on the show, but completely it's not in day one. It them changes it made. They had the early rumours coming out that Endo, as you as you mentioned, was starting ahead of Bellingham, and there were a lot of uproar about it. And turns out, what do we what do we know? Eh? Because um, that uh, that pairing in middle that with Rice and Henderson worked so well. Henderson, you can just he oozes leadership, doesn't he? He's, he's not the most technical, technically gifted player. But you could just see him screaming at others, getting that eye press as they do for Liverpool, just keeping everyone in check. And I, I thought that really went a long way with us this time round. Uh, Bellingham giving him, you know, shackles come off and they pushed him on, looked brilliant. Foden, I thought, were absolutely outstanding. I thought he was so yeah. sharp. Just yeah. that, that little that little low centre of gravity. It's like 
sort of Messi-esque. Like, I, really, I yeah. literally said this I the agree. other day to, to one of my pals that in terms of how he dribbles and how he plays, it is very similar. Naturally, is of a, a similar height, but yeah, it, it's, it's like it just glides skin. across the pitch yeah. and how he you, dribbles you, past players. You can make the case that he's probably one of the most gifted English dribblers 100%. we've ever seen. Yeah, like, 100%. He's, and he's so young as well. So yeah, young. If someone like Pep Guardiola rates Foden as highly as he does, that, that speaks volumes, doesn't it, to the level really of does. talent. Yeah, yeah, of course it does. All, 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 the, all the talent he has coached over the year. And, he, and I think there were about five years ago, just when Foden were just starting to break into that City team, maybe not quite five, I remember Guardiola once said, everybody has a price except for Phil Foden. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, and I can't remember, I think the player in question might have been Aguero or something like that at the time. They were yeah. like, you're surely not going to get rid of him. And they were like, listen, everyone's got a prize. I'm just not going to sell Phil Foden. And everyone at the time were like, he's only 17. Like, is, what's he seeing in him? And now we're seeing the, the fruits of the labour sort of thing. And uh, he looks like some player. And he has to start. I'm praying he starts against um, against Senegal. In my front, my front three... I would go Kane. I know it sounds quite controversial. I mean, I know a lot of people are saying for him to be dropped and play Rashford through the middle, but I'd probably yeah. go... Uh, he's playing Kane still. He's going to play Kane, isn't he? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go... The... Yeah, I would, I, would, I would go Rashford on left, Kane up top, and Foden on the right. I, I know it's harsh on Saka. He's, he's dynamite, but I think we always need that kind of player to come off the bench. So, like, if it's not going to be Rashford, if Rashford's going to start, I would like to then see Saka come on because I think them two are quite similar players and how fast and direct they can be. That, yeah. that I think it's nice to have either one of them coming off the bench at any, you know, around that 60 minute mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Rashford absolutely. and Saka can't both start, like you just said then. Exactly. I just want to ask you because I'm sure you were pretty smug when England went 3 0 up because I think, other than Jordan Henderson, that entire lineup was what you predicted before the World Cup even started, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, me and my me and my magic ball, my crystal ball, <laughs> has foreseen this. Um, I before the tournament had always said like Rashford on that wing, on that left wing, is so active for United. The runs he makes, like behind behind the defender, like you know, it's a kind of stretches a team, doesn't he? Stretches yeah, he them. really does. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's just unbelievable. And I always said like. Foden is one of those players that just I, I don't know how you can drop him and no. although I'm not going full Kempe I was questioning Southgate when he had the likes of Mount and Sterling starting but we just looked yeah. the energy up there was unbelievable just going back to that point in regards to Kane I know Kane is kind of he's a bit hit and miss at the moment but a player like that you, you can't take him off unless he's like fully injured I mean it's just the yeah, experience the impact his dropping in um, kind of helps with build-up play as well. Well, he hasn't scored, has he? But he's been so key in his assists. So, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you remember in the Euros last year, he didn't score until the Germany game and it was a similar conversation then if if, if we remember yeah. last summer. It yeah, was, yeah. You know, Group stage, he struggled, didn't he? Yeah, it, it was the exact same conversation. Scored that second goal late in the Germany game and it was all all right from there. I think he set high bar for himself. He's, he's England's... Well, he's going to be England's top scorer in a not so distant future. His record's been fantastic. We know what he's produced for Tottenham. His he was the I won't say it, but he's won another prize at international level. You know, at some point as well. So I think yep. the bar he's set for himself is is so high that any kind of scoreless run he goes on that we saw in the Euros that the the conversations are starting to creep in after three games in in this tournament. You know he. It, it's a bit tough on him and I've been a part of that as well but yeah like Mudge said his link up play his passes it, that he, he plays the pass to Rashford for that first half chance early on in the game was fantastic his cross for Sterling against um, who was it now um, who was the first game, the first game Iran. Iran Iran, Iran yeah. where he didn't even look exactly the same for his assist for Foden on Tuesday didn't even look you know he's got that mindset of a striker he knows where he wants the ball and he's clearly got the ability to put that ball there without really thinking too much of it. So he might not be putting the ball in the net, but he's he's still a really influential player for England. He's not going to be dropped. We know this. We had this discussion last week after the knock. Yeah. If unless he's injured, he's he's leading the line. So yeah, Rashford and Foden has to be the same starting three. I cannot see how Southgate could justify changing that after the performance on Tuesday. Multi- to your point on that, is I want to address something I said in one of one of the previous shows. Is I, I, I defended Mason Mount's selection, and I said how well he is leading the press and defending from the front foot. 
I completely take it back. I completely scrap it. Get him out of that team because my God, we are so much better without him. So much better. Do you know? Do you, do sorry, I mean? Sam. Just to your point, do you know what it was in regards to Mount? I think Henderson covered really well. For yeah, what he, he did. did so that. he did so much. That them two, Rice and Hendo, just sitting there, just enable Bellingham just to get after it, and it was just it was so much more effective in that role than Mount is. And yeah, I thought unbelievable for Southgate that. The, the the argument in the Euros was playing those two, like you said there, Sam, those two midfielders that are going to sit there. The biggest issue was that with that was that we were playing five defenders as well. Yeah. So now we replaced that fifth defender with a Jude Bellingham in that cam roll or a Foden or whoever. It's clearly much more effective because before we were essentially playing seven defensive players, whereas now we've dropped one of those, put a really attacking, direct, threatening attack. We're benefiting from that you know, talent up towards the sort of final third of the pitch that we've got. So it's one game, it worked, it clicked. If he does stick with the same lineup, consistency is key. If they do get that two or three goal win against Senegal on Sunday, confidence and hype and all the other stuff is going to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for, for the conversation we'll have early next week, ready for the quarterfinals against, we would assume mm-hmm. a team like France, won't we? Which yep. is going to be huge and, and the true test of, of what this England team's capable of. But yeah, got to get through Senegal first. Ag, what's your thoughts, mate? You're, you've been biggest supporter of its coming home. I say this every time. What's uh, where's your head at at minute? I'm I'm quietly optimistic. We've got Senegal, the game that. that we quietly should win. confident. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm still a little bit worried about. Our, our defense. You mentioned just then about the fact that we've kind of got rid of a made two clean sheets out of three. Yeah, yeah. But you look at. I'm going to sound too much like Kemp here, but you look at who we've got them two clean sheets against, right? USA, that was more luck than ability that we managed to keep that clean sheet against Wales. That were pretty much just Gareth Bale moving forward, and he went off at half time. From there, they pretty you say much... you say you say luck though. I know I've been interrupting you, but you say luck. But Harry Maguire was arguably man at match that game against USA. It, he is it went through Harry luck. Maguire. It went through him absolutely playing yeah. out of his skin. Harry Maguire has been England's best player this tournament, and that so. is a statement. I think honestly, if you look, if you look at our squad, Harry Maguire has been nothing but brilliant in all three games. I really mm. believe that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's been he, usually for United, he's an absolute donkey, but he has not put a foot wrong this tournament. He really has been probably. Yeah, I'd say that England's best player by a country. Yeah, it's, it's 100% in the conversation. Go on, Ag, we've interrupted you there. Carry yeah, on, no, mate. I'd find it difficult to argue with you Maguire's been the best player, but at the same time, I think against USA, they had too many opportunities that they squandered to, to take the win from us. I think against Wales, like I said, it was just Gareth Bale or, or nothing. Against Iran, we were already 4-0 up, and then we kind of let complacency settle in, and, and they started creating chances and eventually took a couple of them themselves. I think against a side like France, or if we get to face in Brazil I think we'll only meet them in the final if they win their group against a side like that I think we're just going to be too exposed at the back and I think that's where we're really going to meet our match and I don't think it's a case of if we play out of our skin we could beat them I think defensively we're not good enough that the players are not good enough to match up well, let, me, let me put this to you then if, do you think if we hypothetically beat Senegal and mm-hmm. France also won their round of 16 and we, we got to France in the quarters do you think he would be tempted to revert to a back three slash five three centre halves I think he'd be silly not to consider it and I think the right option would does. be to go with it maybe add Kyle Walker as that third centre half with Maguire and Stones and then Either bring Trippier. I think Kyle Walker would have to play, wouldn't he, to match Mbappe's speed? He would have to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just to try and, and stop that. I think he'd have not really much other choice. He'd have to go for the back three. But to have that sort of versatility is is one thing. To be able to utilise that is another. So that goes down to Gareth Southgate and see what decision he makes. But I, I always felt from the beginning that it was going to be a Brazil France final. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I think there's a chance that, well, in inside 90 Might minutes, nice. 120, we, we could beat France. But it's going to be a case of we need to be on our game and they need to be off it. And Gareth Southgate needs to be tactically correct to be able to beat them. That's that's my opinion. I think attack-wise, we are absolutely sound. What you guys have said is on point. Rashford, Foden, Thanks, Kane, man. all three of them need to start moving forward. Henderson's controlling midfield well. I just think defensively we are prone to a couple of errors and I think against sides like France and Brazil they've got the ability and attack to be able to capitalise them and punish us and that's where I think we'll end up on the plane home early. Um, Channeling my inner ball chicken otherwise known as Tom Kemp. (laughs) (laughs) The incoming. (laughs) Yeah. I think um, 
in regards to teams like France, and I think we saw it in that final um, against Italy in the Euro final, what Southgate hasn't done well is um, just play to his strengths kind of thing. He's almost been way just too complacent. Just grabbed it by scruff at fucking neck. Yeah. Uh, this one's saying, if we play a team like France, I would want us to play our brand of football where yeah. I, squad for squad, I think we could probably control the middle um, against France. Um, the I'd only... agree with that. I, I, yeah. I, would, I would back our centre mids over France's centre mids because they haven't got Kante or Pogba and I think yeah. ours are better than theirs right now. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be strong on set pieces and, and that is our biggest strength, but I completely agree with what you were saying there, Mudge, and I, I can't remember, it might have been last week in the review show um, or, or possibly earlier this week where we said it, where one of the biggest issues with Southgate is a lot of the time, especially against the strongest sides, it seems like that he plays to not lose as opposed to plays to win. And yeah, like you said there, Mudge, if we play with the mindset of we want to win this yeah. game, we've got a chance. I'm, I'm not going to say we'll, we, we'll beat him or I'm confident we'll beat him, but we, we've got a chance if we really, really play to, to our strengths. I've not seen anything from that France team where I think as a as I think the only way they could really kill us is on the counter because Mbappe is lightning quick. Yeah, and if yeah. you pair him up against Harry Maguire, and I know Kemp would probably love me saying this, he'd, he'd burn him 10 times out of 10. Oh, but God. if we can control that middle, control, oh. you know, create a shape where we're just kind of slowly but surely kind of, we've got possession football, pushing it up, and then, you know, get it into our stars' feet. You know, I honestly believe, like, we could, we could beat the likes of France. I think I'm a little bit more worried about the likes of Brazil. Brazil are... Are quite and exciting. They're quite quick as well on the on the ball, and they're really good um, in terms of possession. So that I think would worry me a little bit. But France, are, you know, I'm not going to say I'm pretty com confident, but I'm fairly confident we get through those. I, I think uh, I think we're best not counter chickens before we actually shall we. I think we've got <laughs> we've got Senegal to look out look out for first. Let's, you know what? You, we've we've seen it, England it passed one twenty sixteen. We drew Iceland. We we're already plotting our route to the final, and then we ended up losing two one. So none of that. I've already booked day off at parade. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Let's uh, let's take Senegal as it comes first because they can be a lively bunch. They're uh, just to let you know. They're uh, their coach. He say since he's coached them, he's coached them to their second Afcon final in two thousand nineteen coached them to their first AFCON title in 2022 and he's now coached them to their second World Cup knockout stage that yeah, is what that. you would call a serious so, impact so meteoric rise yeah buddy so like taking that into account then let's have a look at the predictions for England against Senegal Skin, I'll start with you <laughs> here we go <laughs> right I'm putting my I, I, I said 1-1 didn't I in the uh, in the preview oh, sorry in the review show we're ready for the Wales game and then when I saw the lineup in the group chat, I said, I've gone 1 1, but I'm changing it to 3 0 based on that lineup, and I've got it. And I'm going to be as consistent as hopefully England will be on Sunday night. And I'm going to stick to that 3 0 prediction. Good God. And um, we will see England Saturday the 10th in the quarterfinals against probably France. So yeah, 3 0 England. Rashford bags again. Kane gets his first goal of the tournament. And Harry Maguire or John Stones gets one from a set piece. <laughs> Fair enough, Sam. I'm going to go for a clinical 2-0 victory for England. Um, I'm going to even call out, I think Kane might sneak onto the score sheet for the first time, as he did in round of 16 at Euros, as Dawson mentioned earlier. Kane to score first and England to win 2-0. Excellent. Mudge? Give me 5-2. Give me Jordan. <laughs> Set a goal, yeah. Score. Uh, no. <laughs> England, all day. All Every single player in our back line will score. Jordan Henderson <laughs> will score as well. No, I, I, in all seriousness, I think I, I do agree with um, Dawson there. I think Harry Maguire or John Stones will score from a set piece. I've got Henderson scoring, and I'm praying Kane scores. Henderson scoring? That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Second ever I've goal got, for England. I've got, yeah, I've got 30 yard screamer outside of the booth. <laughs> nice. Scott Parker esque. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly like that. I think um, if we can get Kane scoring, uh, we'll be so dangerous. Can you imagine that front three? Oh, yeah. uh, Jesus Don't think that's Christ. missing a minute. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Give us penalty shoot at all. <laughs> I considered it. No, I've I've gone England to win three one. I think we'll get to three 0 and then I think defensively we'll just crumble a little bit, and it'll be a case of just regain your focus. And Henderson will play a huge part 
when that happens and the defence switches off and I think Senegal will just have something about him to get the I hate Sendo hate Sendo there's no time for Endo God, what I've just complimented him I think Mate, you've just slagged him I think that he's he's going to be the one that keeps them <laughs> uh, focused once we've conceded the goal there. Yeah. so is it time I... for competition oh it is so not Oh. Ooh, a little teaser for you still listening. Get, get, get listeners' eyes then, didn't he? Oh, fucking oh. drop shoulder on him. Nah, no chance. Keep, li- keep, li- keep listening, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> the one person that's still listening. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. dreaming this Amazon vibe. It's me old man. <laughs> Shout Go out, on, Rob. Shout he out. is our leader. There's no way he knows how to work Spotify. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for the YouTube upload. Yeah. yeah. He's waiting to come on wireless. <laughs> Let's move on to the lock of the week then. Mudge, seeing as uh, you're being welcomed back for today's episode, we'll start with you, a team that you think's a lock on to win this weekend. Um, I think uh, I'll go with England. England on my lock to win. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's not coming home. It's coming closer to home. Um, we beat Senegal. I, I think that's my lock for sure. Good shout. Uh, Sam? I am going to be very boring. You know, I, earlier on, I, was, I thought about having, um, I think it was top of League One, Plymouth to beat Port Vale. And I thought, you know what? Now nah, I'm keeping World Cup theme and I'm going France to beat Poland. Okay. That was my second one, to be fair. So I'm hoping that, Skin, you haven't taken my first one. Do you want to go first, mate, and take the risk? And I'll fucking batter you if you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go Brazil to beat Cameroon. Yes, come on. We're all in. Completely different sound. Okay, I've gone Brazil over Cameroon. I think Brazil haven't even reached second gear yet, and they've already qualified, but I think they've got enough to beat Cameroon. Skin? Do we know any news on Neymar yet? Is it because all we heard is he's out for the group stage? Is he back or...? I'm not sure. That that foot was pretty swollen. His ankle was pretty swollen, weren't it? So, not sure. To be fair, they're already through. If they don't have to risk him, I don't think they will. That was going to be my question, Chiag, there off the back of your lock of the week. As we know, the lock of the week is the team that you're most confident of, of winning over the Friday to Monday period. They're through, as you mentioned there. So are they potentially going to rest players like France did the other night? Potentially think, only get a point? Like, what, What's your thoughts on that? I think they could rest some players, but I still think the quality in that side is enough to beat Cameroon. Fair. So, so to me, it's still going to be a Brazil win. What about yours? I'm going to move slightly over on South America, mate, and I'm going to take Argentina to beat Australia in oh, Saturday's... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, is it Saturday? Nice. I, I can't... No, it's not, it's not... Yeah, it's Saturday. Saturday night's game uh, against Australia. The old PM. enemy. Yeah, I think Argentina, they they really want it for Messi, don't they? They're, they're one of the favourites. They seem to slowly start, be starting to pick up their performances. Played really well against Saudi Arabia in the first half. It was just that second half turnaround, similar to... Spain, Japan tonight, but yeah, Argentina to beat Australia in the round of 16 is my luck of the week this week. The Aussies have been quietly impressive this tournament, I think. Gritty. Grafters, aren't they? Gritty. Gritty and graft. Yeah, gritty is the word. They've been just, yeah, they've been churning out. Was it 1 0 they won their last Yeah, 1 0 against Tunisia and Denmark yeah. after the last 4 1 against France. Le- yeah, so. Lecky, isn't he? Talisman up from. Yeah, but... Turn it off. Do you reckon there's a chance they cause an upset? <laughs> Obviously, avoiding this question to skin. You what, mate? Avoiding you, the other two. Australia, do you think there's chance of an upset against Argentina? Sam, Mudge? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I think Argentina have been a bit underwhelming. The last two games, they've really picked it up. I get that. And obviously, but to say that this was the Argentina that were heavy favourites to get to the final, they haven't looked like that. I think Di Maria's looked a bit sluggish, but... You know, I think they they heavily rely on um, on Messi in terms of their build up play, and uh, when you've got Otamendi starting in your lineup, you you, you should be a little bit worried considering mm-hmm. he's about yeah mid thirties and on his way out. But do you know what? I I think obviously the heavy favourites are Argentina, but that Australia team have impressed. I would not be surprised if they got through, mate. I uh, I, I disagree to be honest. I. I... I think it's quite a safe pit lock myself. I, I just think Argentina have got too, too much quality throughout the team. It's completely right in what we're just saying. They haven't played well at all, particularly. They've, they've, they've just grander result and slowly got better as the tournament's gone on Argentina. But I just don't think that that um, Australia team's got enough quality to really hurt them. So I, 
I personally think I'd be quite confident in my money going on on Argentina, which of course means Australia are going to win if I'm back oh, in Argentina. You fucking prick! I've doomed them. I, I just love an underdog. I love an underdog story. So, but yeah, they're bank Australia to win after Sam said that. Yeah, hundred percent understandable. Sam, I'll stick with you then on this one and go with your goal scorer. Goal scorer, I am going to go with Olivier Giroud Ooh, to score, baby. Yes. Olivier Giroud and I am just backpedalling it. France, of course, it is. Yeah, sticking with the same game. Olivier Giroud score against France. Um, he's one just one of them players. In he is always on the score sheet. He's always there, especially for France. He's he, he doesn't seem to pull up any trees, but he's very underrated in what he does. 100%. And yeah, like I think a, he'll, he's uh, like a poor, my, poor man's uh, Van Nistelrooy, isn't he? It's it's hard to it's hard to peg what sort of player he's ever been like because he's like he's got the touch of like he's almost like a Zlatan in his like you know his big frame and his touch but obviously yeah. he's not quite at that level but um, yeah he's he's always he's a classic poacher for me and I think uh, I think he'll bag against Poland. Okay, Mudge. Um, I'm going to stick with Hendo uh, from about twenty to thirty yards out. <laughs> I think he'll score an absolute screamer. <laughs> no, genuinely, I, I've got a feeling Hendo's going to bag in this game. Um, what Mate, you need to, you need to you need to put your money where your mouth is because there are going to be some yeah, sick odds. Get that bind. No joke. If I can find it on Skybet, I'll, I'll pop it center on that. I'm sure you can find Henderson to score any time to on Skybet. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'll, I'll request a bet and go Hendo to score outside the box. Yeah, um, yeah. I like it. yeah. No, but Hendo's it. Hendo's my shout. I'm going to. If go. that happens, I am going to be fucking ecstatic. I hope you're right. <laughs> pop if that goes in. <laughs> Top we could, we could really lose 4-1, but as long as Endo bags, that's, <laughs> that's all that would matter to me. Endo to bag. Bang it. Skin? Uh, I had a backup just in case, but I'll let you potentially take that one. Um, I'm going to go Lionel Messi for my lock of the week, Argentina. He's, he's bagged a couple. He's had a penalty, which he scored against Saudi Arabia. He missed one the other night as well. It could be a case of Australia scrapping and fighting for their lives and could you know, bring someone down. Or it could be a case of Australia really are scrapping and Argentina need a bit of moment of magic from uh, from Messi. So, yeah, Messi is my scorer of the weekend. What about you, mate? I'm going to go a bit off theme from what you three have done because I've noticed you've all taken goal scorers from the lock of the week team that you've selected. Yeah. I've gone separate to that. I've gone Marcus Rashford to score for England against yes, Senegal. Ooh. I think Harry Kane was my backup. I had Harry really? Kane, but I then I thought yeah. Marcus Rashford is joint top goal scorer. At least he was at the end of the game against Wales. He's confident now. That free kick must have put a lot of confidence in him. Everybody yeah. feels that he should be starting. Hopefully he will be starting. And I think against Senegal, he'll have enough about him to get a goal. So uh, I'm going with Marcus Rashford as my yeah. uh, my goal scorer. Would be a nice little fourfold if it went for Endo, wouldn't it? What's he doing there? What's he doing? Lads, no joke. No joke, I think that probably boosts the Acker to a, a ridiculous amount. Yeah. It goes from about I'll... 2 to 3 to about 80 to 1. Skin. I'll stick to the treble on that, I think. I've got a question for you, Skin. Week 1, yeah. when we did uh, the first the first episode that we did, um, yeah. we did a lock of the week. Go back Loaded Sport on Spotify or YouTube. Yeah, carry the on. lock of the week, Endless. I selected Tuba Hubbard for an anytime touchdown <laughs> scorer. Which yeah. one would you say yeah. is the more... Outlandish. Outlandish claim. Tuba Hendo. Hubbard. Hendo, mate. Henderson. Hendo, mate. You don't even need to finish the question because I don't need to think about it. Jordan Henderson to score for England, considering he's only ever scored one in over 50 caps, is outrageous enough. But, but good. to add the caveat of it to be yeah. an absolute screamer from outside the box, even more so, mate. So as outrageous as that was at the time, and me and Kent weren't too happy with you. Also, Jordan also might not even start. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's that as well. It was scored from Benza. Um... Listen, I'll make a point. Um, so, obviously, mine's a bit of a hopeful pick. Um, Adam, yours was based on pretty much years of watching the sport. You thought Tuba Hubbard was an absolute cert, <laughs> and he bombed, mate. So I'm going to be honest. About two touches I'm going to be honest. From all of my claims in the first episode as well, I, I misunderstood what a lock of the week was, and I went for, like, a wild card shout. I oh thought that's what God. a lock of the How week was. How did you get was. lock and wild card mixed up? Yeah. Complete opposite. Someone's not been watching so, game day, has he? I, oh, obviously dear. not. So, no, that one's, uh, that one's obviously on me. Uh, we'll move on nicely to the wild card now. Uh, Mudge will start with go. you for this one. I'm going to stick with Australia to beat Argentina. Oh, yeah. Makes to sense. Be? Oh, my okay. God. It did what I'm going to do... Wild card at weekend, Hendo to bag. Hendo to bag. And... <laughs> Wait, listen. Hendo to bag. 
and Australia to beat Argentina. I'm going to go on Sky request a bit now and ask them if they could do me that double. You are one crazy bastard. Let me know what odds <laughs> you get on that because that would be incredible. Yeah. But yeah, Australia, Australia to beat Argentina. I think, um, like I said, um, don't get me wrong, Argentina are the heavy favourites, but I'm going to use this bit of the show to kind of just kind of go a bit rogue uh, in the hope that something falls uh, and I look like a genius. But I, I really like the way Australia played, but I do agree with Sam. Argentina's quality is just like out of this world. Messi can change a game on his own, even at the age of 35. But I would love to see Australia do uh, Argentina over. So that would be my underdog of the week. Skin? My underdog of the week. I am going to go similar to Sam for last week, where he didn't claim an outright win, but at least a point. And I'm going to go against your lock of the week, Adam. And I'm going to go for Cameroon to get at least a point against Ooh. Brazil tomorrow, purely on the basis that I do expect Brazil. I think to... that makes sense. I think it's a good yeah. call. Yeah, Brazil, I think, will rest some players. Cameroon need to win, I think. I don't think a point would be enough in any situation to get them through. So, yeah, I'll go for Cameroon to go out, but go out fighting. Could just be a nil-nil in Brazil, just, you know, play them off the park and, and take a steady win to to secure first place. But, yeah, Cameroon to get a point, at least, against Brazil uh, on Friday. Nice, Sam. So, I have got down here USA to beat the Netherlands. Um, oh, but but, but, but. I'm, I'm I'm also looking at South Korea to beat Portugal, and I really oh. Portugal are already through, so they're going to be Ronaldo's not going to play in no way. Um, well, you'd not uh, think after how mad he went about wanting that goal the other day, like he, he wants to that, play. I, he I wants guess, to I guess score. if it's down to him, he probably would, and I, I guess he's probably got more pull than the Portugal manager, so. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. But South Korea need a win, and Ghana are obviously playing Uruguay. So, you know what? Yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going for South Korea to beat Portugal. That Portugal team look so much better when he's not on the field. Yeah. I genuinely believe that. He is. And I used to be a big, big fan of Ronaldo. I think he's the most selfish athlete. Oh, yeah, I'm full, I'm full team Messi now, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, always thought, Messi. I always thought Messi was the GOAT, but... He's just showing his true colours a little bit. He's all about himself, even at the biggest stage. You know, it should be about the team. And, you know, he's he's thinking, because he's had a bit of a hair follicle touch the ball, it's his goal. Mm-hmm. Absolute joker, mate. Yeah, just on the back of my South Korea to beat Portugal as well, I think they're going to take some great solace in tonight's result in Japan beating Spain. I mean, it's it's a similar result, in it? You know, it's a East Asian team against, you know, Spain, Portugal. They're not much in it in terms of the geography. Mm-hmm. So I think they can take great... Um, Great confidence from tonight's result and uh, take into their game. Good shout. I'm going to move away from the World Cup slightly for mine. I'm going to look at Let's League go. One um, and I'm going yeah, for go. Ipswich against Fleetwood. And I think Fleetwood are going to beat Ipswich. Fleetwood currently 17th in League Ooh. One, Ipswich currently second. But since the beginning of October, Ipswich have played 13 games. So the fixture congestion, I think it's going to be a bit too much against Fleetwood, who have lost just once in the last seven. So I'm going to go with Fleetwood in 17th to beat Ipswich as my... Big year. shout that, big shout yeah. I will, I will right. counteract that with uh, Ipswich got a good win in the FA Cup second round last Sunday against Buxton, which was my lock of the week last week. And they did rest quite a lot of their first team starters. So that was a good opportunity to get them a rest. I don't know if that might make you uh, change your mind, but just to, just so I can say, I pointed that out on the episode. You yeah. can always count on Ag to keep us grounded, can't you? We've all gone lofty uh-huh. World Cup predictions, <laughs> and he's gone the uh, the lows of League One. Bless him. That's, uh, it, it's bless like it. all it's like all of us turning up in tuxedos for the Christmas do, and Ag's turned up in Adidas sliders. Yeah, he's just really <laughs> absolutely him. ruined yeah. it. No, you but, do you, boo. You Come do you. I'm I'm just glad you've not mentioned Chesterfield, oh, mate. You have not <laughs> mentioned that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What, I don't know who said that, but carry on. I, I deliberately avoided mentioning Chesterfield at all, just for you, Mudge. Um, but it, it's Kemp and Skin. Thank they you, keep mate. bringing it up in every episode. So there we go. We'll move on before. Who time got this weekend? Um, Halifax. Yeah, no. What do you reckon? Wait, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's all we wanted. Um, yes, moving on then. So from uh, we've had lock of uh, lock of the week and wild cards. We're back in just a few moments time where we look towards week 13 of the NFL and we'll start to preview Tyson Fury against Derek Chisora for the third time.
welcome back to episode nine of Come Get Your Sexy Daily. Yeah, with Loaded Sport. Sorry, I carry on. No, that's all the jingle we needed. Yes, episode nine of Loaded Sport. We move on to speak about week 13 of the NFL season. Is it time for the question, Sam? (gasps) It is not. Oh, if I can get close, I can feel it. We'll start by talking about our games of the week. Skin, we'll come over to you first. Thank you. Just in case you Sam has picked the same as horrible, me. Horrible, horrible But my bastard. game of the week at 9.25pm, prime time, is the Kansas City... You're good? Kansas good. City Chiefs taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in a repeat of last season's AFC Championship game where the Kansas City Chiefs led 21-3 to and the Cincinnati Bengals came back to win and head to the Super Bowl. So that is my game of the week. Chiefs, as we've spoken about on pretty much every NFL segment this year, are going under the radar. They're absolutely battering teams. Cincinnati Bengals have started to find a little bit of form, but this is the test now. Have Bengals got Chiefs number? Are Chiefs the absolute outright running away AFC leaders after Bill's slight drop in form over this last few weeks? We'll find out Sunday night. Cincinnati Bengals, Kansas City Chiefs, game of the week. Can I take this next one because yes. I've, uh, I'm fe- feeling like I'm there. I'm in the moment. Go so I'm just going to have to take it. I've got your fucking hype. I'm, I'm hyped. So it's got to be return of the mic. Return of the mic. Oh. Man with the mic. No, 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 no. no. Mike McDaniels returning oh, to the 49ers yeah. with the yeah. Dolphins. No, that was literally big game. Big. Return big of game. the mic. He's going to come back. Big game. It's a Huge good week game. this week, isn't it, it lads? It's that's a, good a, that's week. a nice, nice... Talk us through it. It's a nice fixture, mate. You're with this, you know, I don't think he needs much else. Soon as you said it was 9.25, I was happy. When you said 9, I was a bit dodgy because it's 9.05, you see. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Niners, Dolphins. Um, the records speak for themselves. Have a quick look at the records. Dolphins on an 8 and 3, and the Niners are on a 7 and 4. Mm. But no, it's going to be, I think it's going to be probably the game of the week. And McDaniels, I am even tempted to tip him to get the dub over his um, master versus apprentice. Do you know that the 49ers have not allowed? any points in the second seen half. that for four games in it for four, four games it's crazy is that that is, that crazy, is ludicrous I can't, see, I can't see that that's keeping up against Dolphins but no that's a very impressive stat that is yeah but Money Mike Money Mike and them Dolphins are firing and I'm the mic maybe and I'm absolutely livid because Skin chose my first game of the week <laughs> and then here we are you know you're scrambling mate you're gone. scrambling yeah, so do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go really rogue. I'm going to go the Browns and the Texans as no my way. game of the week. Oh, no. You've got okay, the man. That is that the deadest game That is horrible. Listen, hear me out, hear me out. Just like you guys have been ripping me for Henderson, the Henderson goal pick. You've I've got the man. I'm starting to feel like you're not taking this seriously, mate. It's truly Maybe. taken the skin of Kemp. <laughs> um, hear Final me out. Form. You've got Deshaun Watson, who's obviously returning to his former team, almost 700 days away from football. I think it's the perfect vengeance game for him. Um, and yeah, I've run out of my first two game of the week, so it's a desperate clutch. Um, I'm going to go Browns. Oh, mate, it's not that it's desperate. Texas. It's a good lineup this week. Yeah, I will look in. I will look in. There's, there's your boys, Eagles, Titans. There's Giants, Commanders. Nah, I think. Fuck that game. Ramsey. Nah, nah, fuck, fuck all of game. it. Yeah, fuck all I, of it. I, th- I think I think um, I, I was looking at Texans as my wild card, but I do think Browns will have enough. Deshaun's going to be a bust this season, at least. I think being away from the game for 700 days, it is going to be very tough to get back to what he used to be. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that was my pick just because of the uh, the occasion. As an Eagles fan, obviously that te- uh, Tennessee Titans game is pretty spicy, but. Um, Battle of yeah. the game. Ooh, Miles Sanders, baby. For mine, on, I got a bit worried when uh, Sam started uh, singing Return of the Mic, and then I also started getting a bit worried when I realised that nobody's actually mentioned it, so I'm not sure if you're really going to see it in the same way as I do, but the Vikings against the Jets. I've got the 92 Vikings, Mike yeah, White's be back one. behind. Mike White, Sam's brother. My boy. Exactly. Oh. 22... I'm, I'm starting him in fantasy this week. You are yeah. doing it. Yeah. Money, Mike. 
you can afford to. 22 for 28 um, last week against the Bears. 315 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions against the Vikings, who have lately seemed very hit and miss. So I'm, I'm, I'm back. I could probably say I'm going to back the Jets to win that. But wow, that's Ooh. literally my uh, that's my wild card. Oh, sorry, I've took that away from you. But either way, that's I'm going right. to go with the Vikings against the Jets as my game of the week. I think we're going to be in for a big one there. Um, Gosh. Brings us on nicely to the wild card, though, Sam. Seeing whilst we're still on the subject, <laughs> I'll let you go with well, it. Funnily enough, it's quite, quite an easy easy pick there. I'm, st- I'm still sticking with Jets. I think Jets are going to uh, have a bit too much for the Vikings. They seem like a well-drilled outfit from defence to offence. Vikings are just so hit and miss. And they're a bit like a glass cannon, I think. They're they're all firepower, but there's no real substance. What an uh, analogy that is. You like that one? Ooh, can't no, say I've heard it before, but I'm not even sure if I like it. It's just new. So glass it's... cannon. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a big it's a big gaming term. Excellent. Mudge, we'll come across to you next. I've got... I don't know if you guys will give me this. I've got Raiders beating Chargers uh, for the 925 game. Um, for your lock, yeah? No, wild card. This is wild, wild card. Is it wild card, is it? I thought we were yeah. a lock, sorry. No, I, I'd give him that back. because that was my backup, so I'd let him have that. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that's my wild card of, of the week. I think... Uh, I don't know if uh, Josh Jacobs is going to play this week, but um, that game is always fairly close. Uh, I say this because obviously I've got Justin Herbert and Eckler in my team and whenever they play the Raiders they don't do that well for me scoring wise so I think Devontae Adams will have a big game against them I've got Raiders beating the the Chargers this week Did you say um, Josh Jacobs not sure if he's playing? I think he was on the injury report which is is questionable questionable. Is he really? I've got him down He he picked up an injury at the beginning of overtime and then made an 80 plus yard rushing touchdown so I imagine he'd be fine but put him on questionable anyway don't they? There we go. Uh, skin? For my wild card, yeah? Yes. So I struggle with this. This was my hardest pick for any of the picks for either of the sports and, and any of the conversations we've had so far because there are a lot of even matchups this weekend. It's it's a really strong week, I think, we're in for, for a good one. I did, as I mentioned, when Mudge was speaking about the game, consider Texans against Browns, but I do think Browns should have enough. So... I'm not really sure this would be outright class as a wild card, but I really was struggling based on the matchups, and I'm going to go for the Commanders to beat the New York Giants uh, as my wild card at at MetLife. I think Giants, absolutely phenomenal start to the season. They have had a bit of drop in form. Commanders have had a bit of an increase in form. They're playing really well and playing phenomenally for, for Ron Rivera at the moment. So, again, might not be a fully accepted wild card, but I'll go. I'll put my name to Commanders beating Giants this week. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I've gone with Bengals to beat Chiefs. We're in a prediction Woo! league, and I'm in it with Mudge as well. Uh-huh. And one of the games that they've asked the prediction of is um, the, the Bengals against the Chiefs. And Mudge, I know you've already made comments, and I know you're going to in a moment anyway, about the Chiefs pretty much being dominant and set to beat the Bengals. But I think with Mixon and, and Chase back, why not? If there's going to be a game there where you could maybe see a bit more of an upset, it's going to be the Bengals, I think. I like your thinking. I like your optimism. It's almost as if you're back in Hendo to score a thirty-yard screamer here. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, I uh, Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. I just cannot see anyone stopping that duo. And also, Big Red Andy Reid, their coach this year, has turned that team into such a dynamic offense. I think they flunked against the Colts uh, when they lost earlier in the season. But I honestly think the Chiefs are unstoppable. I think Patrick Mahomes is honestly the only QB I'd put in the kind of super elite category. I don't think anyone touches him, like in terms of his level, the level he's playing at, at the moment. But I like it. Obviously, you got Ice Burrow, Joey Burrow, uh, balling out as well. Chase and Mixon are back as well. Uh, I think that's going to be a great game. But I've got Chiefs winning that all day. Boys, it's time. Oh, Loaded sport, oh, it's a fifty-pound giveaway. Loaded sport, question time for your chance to win a fifty-pound Amazon gift voucher. Answer the following question: Who was the golden boot winner in the twenty eighteen FIFA World Cup? So we need to know. If you can drop us a DM in one of our social media channels, so preferably either Twitter or Facebook. Facebook is Loaded Sport, Twitter is at Loaded Sport. 
give us a message and uh, you'll be in with a chance of getting the £50 Amazon voucher. Good luck. We'll, we'll do the draw on next week. Next week's preview show as well. Perfect. Um, and, and announce the winner on that. So look out for that episode dropping to find out if you've won. £50, that's all right. What would you spend it on, Sam? Oh, well. Anal beads. It's, uh, I've already got them, mate. I don't need them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spicy. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's a good question, isn't it? Probably put it towards a game or something like that. Just in time nice. for Christmas. Yeah, game for yourself just in time for Christmas. Could have said treat Katie, but it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> so a lot about me. <laughs> yeah. Love that. That's it. Can't wait. So, yeah, get entering and give yourself a chance. Got to be in it to win it. So we'll move on to lock of the week for both team and scorer. I feel bad for going to skim first last time, so Sam, I'm going to come to you this time. My man. My man. I think I've got one of the safest ones here, and I'm going lock. It's been mentioned a couple of times already. Lock the Browns to be the Texans. Right, that one. Nice. That's fair enough. Skin? I'm going to go for your boys, the Seattle Seahawks, to beat the Los Angeles Rams. They are my lock of the week. They are the team that I'm most confident in winning this week. Rams are ravaged by injury and, and mm, everything else compared terrible. to the team they had last season. Seahawks have been quietly consistent, playing really, really well. Phenomenally coached by Pete Carroll and his backroom staff. So, yeah, my lock of the week is your boys, Adam. So, I'll go over to you for your pick and hopefully I've taken it off you. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't. Like oh. you know, I don't bet on my, my own team. So, I avoid that at all costs. Um, I was stuck between two, but I am going to go with the Thursday night game. I'm going to go with uh, Bills against Patriots. Is that allowed Thursday night game? Am I good to go yeah, with that? Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm recording go... it before. We'll release it after. So people listening to this, the future people. I'd only, future. Uh, I'd only slightly question it if it, the game had already been played, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you can't um, have that because you know what fucking happened. I'd still get it wrong. Bills to beat Patriots is what I'm going to go for then. I think it's a dead sir. Eight and three Bills just... Dead sir. Yeah. Dead sir. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, Mudge, we'll move across to you. I'm going to go for the Ravens to beat the Denver Broncos. That was my backup. Yeah, yeah. Um, let Ross sit. All right. Oh. That guy is absolutely cooked this year. He is cooked, isn't he? he let's ride. He could have <laughs> thrown a party. Frog Nation, let's ride. I will give an honourable mention, though. I think the Bears fuck up the um, the Packers this weekend as you well. You know what? I've Just... been, I've been, yeah, I've been feeling someone to pick that on a wild card, and I thought Dawson was about to when he was saying it. He struggled to pick one. I thought he was going to land on the Bears to beat the Packers. To be honest, I wouldn't know yeah. which team's the wild card. Oh come on! Wow. No, honestly, at the I moment, say, well, based on recent Paul. history, I, I agree with that. There, I, I agree, agree with that. that. Yeah. Bears have currently got the second overall pick, so let's not... I know Packers are doing bad, but Bears are doing worse. No, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. I fully oh. expect the Packers to win. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it's outrageous to think Bears... We, we, he's got the fucking... Rodgers has got the lease, hasn't he? He owns the yeah, stadium. Sure. Owns Just yeah. to be clear, you're saying that the Bears have got the second overall pick. They're only one win behind the Packers. All right, <laughs> mate. Sorry. So, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm defending my point. I don't know which side's going to be the wild card there, so... I'm I'm standing by that. So I I did look at um, Bears Packers for game of the week, but I just thought there's not really much oh there to, to look yeah, at. So I, I bottled it and went for the Vikings Jets Jeez. instead. Boys, that, so, that yeah. is a shock. Um, as as bad as we've been this year, I I fully expect us to beat the Bears this weekend. So count the Bears to fucking decimate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that brings me on nicely to my touchdown scorer. Um, I've gone with David Montgomery. Um, for an any time I mean, touchdown, yeah. and any kind of running back against us at the minute is a great shout. And I've noticed, I've noticed a theme with you. That's exactly what you're doing. You're back to Sam against us last week. I don't know I what you mean. Fucking, you think I'm fucking daft, mate? You've got it in for us. <laughs> Just running back versus Packers. That's my pick. If it works, it works. Uh, no, I'm going with David Montgomery. I think the Bears have uh, quite Whoa. a decent running game anyway. To be fair, and I think. Yeah, with Fields, um, I don't know if he's going to be out for this game. I, I, last day, I think he's back. I'm not sure though. I still think Montgomery's a good shout to get a touchdown. Um, so I'm going to stick by him. Uh, Mudge will come to you second this time. Uh, I'll go Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown against the Titans. Um, nice. He just he's lethal on his feet when he he's so quick as well, and he's I think he's got like eight rushing touchdowns this year as a QB. So. Yeah, pretty impressive. I've got Hurts. Oh yeah, I've got Hurts rushing uh, for a touchdown this weekend. Good shout, Skin. I am going to revert back to a previous point I made, where I said that I considered the Texans to beat the Browns as my 
uh, wild card pick, but I thought Browns would just have enough. And the reason I think they'll just have enough is because you of one man, and that man... Son of a bitch. That man, Sam, is your man in Chubb. fantasy. Oh, well, I best start scrambling and have a go. You that best start scrambling, mate. So I'll, I'll very quickly explain why. Nick Chubb having an absolutely phenomenal season. He's right up there with the best running backs in the league this season, if not the outright best. And he is facing a Houston Texans team that are currently ranked dead last against the run. So if Deshaun Watson is going to get off to a winning start as a Cleveland Brown and dust off the cobwebs and get rid of the rust, it's going to be through... Nick Chubb on the ground. So Nick Chubb is my lock of the week in terms of touchdown scorer against the Texans. Sam, have I bought you enough time? You have, mate. You have. So yeah, I'm looking at the it's one particular game here, and it's going to be a bit of a it's going to be a bit of a flexible one. So you're going to have to allow it, me. Um, I am going to go with Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. However, if he doesn't play, I am going for the other touchline, and I'm going for Austin Eckler to score against the oh, other team. Loves, loves back. Who, who loves backing what more? You backing Eckler or Adam picking a running <laughs> Mate, back against the Packers? Uh, like, like Adam says, <laughs> if, it, if it works, keep going. Keep going that's until it, it stops that's working. True. So, that's true. so it's, it's Josh Jacobs for now. If he's not on the field, it will be Austin Eckler. Lads, Fair. quick question. If you were drafting a team and you had to choose between Henry and Chubb starting at running back, who would you choose? Henry. Yeah. A fully fit Henry, would it would have to be a Henry. Yeah. Adam? Yeah, yeah, Henry. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I'd choose Hendo bagging from 30 yards out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Henry to get a 30-yard rushing touchdown this weekend then. Yeah, I'd edge it, I'd edge it to Henry. I, I do love Chubb though. I wish I, you'd edge me. Oh, mate, oh, I wanted to oh, say it, but I thought I've said it every episode so far. Yeah, I know. I've not and said every it every time I've met with, he got you going to say that, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, let's leave it. Nice. Moving on nicely. Uh, that's all we've got time for with the NFL. We're back in just a moment's time when we look towards Tyson Fury against Derek Chisora. Welcome back to episode nine of Loaded Sport. We're now going to be talking about a huge boxing game for Mudge that's taking place this weekend Tyson Fury <laughs> against Derek Chisora for the third time EA um, Sports it's in the game a lot of contra- controversy around whether this should be on um, on pay-per-view or not but we're going to give you our predictions anyway Mudge we'll come over to you first for yours okay uh, I think Tyson Fury is on cocaine uh, I also think he wins in the eighth round by hitting a left hook right uppercut and then a right hook, and it sends Chisora straight to the uh, the canvas. So, eighth round, and that's the exact sequence that's going to take place. Nice. Skin? I think it's a bit of a joke that it's on pay-per-view. It's been well-documented, it's been rumoured, and it's gone back and forth a long time over AJ versus Tyson Fury. They fought twice before. Tyson Fury's won comfortably both times. I don't know why it's the third fight, but Fury said it's to get his mate a payday or it's because of his legacy and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, I expect record low pay-per-view buys. That's my main prediction. Um, And I will go Fury on points. Sam? Yeah, it's it's a shame, isn't it, that it's come to this fight because it was sounds like we're so close to getting the AJ fight, which is the fight which should have been. It's the fight everyone's deserved. Quite frankly, it's an absolute disgrace that these two fighters are at this time in their careers now, both in the twilight, essentially, and they're still ducking each other. Instead, we end up with Derek Chisora, it was a third fight. Yeah, let's let's blow up another trilogy. So what? It's a trilogy for the sake of trilogies. That's all it is. It's £26.95. It's essentially £27 if you want to buy this on Sky Pay-Per-View, which Criminal. is it's unbelievable. The time is hard at the minute for the British taxpayer and, you know, all the energy crisis and, and they're charging essentially £27 for this two-bit fight where everybody knows the outcome already. He's already beat him twice. I think he fought in 2011 and 2014. 2014, I'm actually going to mirror that exact result. I think he um, Fiore won in the 10th round. It was a stoppage from his corner, if I remember. And, um, it, it, you know, he didn't want to stop himself, but his corner, you know, waved it off and, and called the fight off. So I'm going to go 10th round, exactly the same as the last time before. Um, but I really don't think this fight this fight should be happening. I think it's it's a spit in the face to the British public and well for ever, everyone that's you know supposed to be paying for this uh, there's no one right IPTVs are on the rise um, it's going to be at Spurs Stadium and I've got a lot of love for that place 
Um, but no, this is uh, this is not a good fight for me or British boxing. I don't think. What's the uh, just quickly there? I assumed it was at the O2. I had no idea, but Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is, you know, what three times the capacity probably of of the O2. Do you know anything about how ticket sales have gone? I don't, mate. I don't don't know at all. I was just uh, just doing my research today just for this uh, this bit, and I just I, I, I kind of stumbled upon the fact that it was it was at Spurs, and it yeah. took me by surprise to be honest as well. But yeah, very it, surprised it, if that's a sellout. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's the most in demand boxing um, event, is it? No, no. Fair enough. I'm going to stick with the theme of going for Tyson Fury to win. I don't even understand how title bouts come about in in boxing. There's and yet Chisora gets another one despite Tony Khan books it is that it just just like that <laughs> yeah. they just book a yeah. fight and say here you go go for the titles nice so That's he's lost one. three of his last four he's lost twice already against Tyson Fury I, I can see Tyson Fury win it again I've gone with round seven on my prediction though and I'm not going to go as in-depth as much much did and, and tell you how he's going to win just that he's going to win that's good enough for me yeah, I think right. to be to be fair, to you, I know I've just gone off on a bit of a tangent. Um, Del Boy is, is is a gritty fighter, and he has got a yeah. good chin on him. That's something. That's why I've got happened. points. Yeah, it, and yeah, points is a great shout. Um, it's just it, it, it will stick around. I think it will stick around in the fight, but it's just technically it just doesn't really offer anything for me. It'll just it will stick around. It will it will look like a he got that dog in him. That's, uh, <laughs> no, I think. Uh, it's, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a comfortable fight. I think I think though if you um if you're coming up against the likes of Fury, Fury at some point is gonna penetrate that defense. Yeah, you need something else other than just a gritty chin. That's yeah. what you need you need that bit. But, it's gonna elevate your fight. Yeah, that's why I don't think it goes points. I think Fury pieces him up at some point. But I do agree with you. Del Boy's been around for a while, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a seasoned vet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That is all we've got time for on episode nine. Wait, of... wait, 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 wait. Might not be. Before we close off. Okay. I think it's Mudge's turn, isn't it? No, Mudge is gone. This is this is the end. This is the last bit. Now, it's become a bit of a running theme that I ask a question of the week or question of the episode. Uh, and I've got a new one for this one. Now, Mudge, I was originally going to ask you, but then I was thinking, what question am I going to ask? Went through a few things in my head. And the question that I have landed on is more suited to Adam, so I apologise much. But this one is for, no for our lovely host, the man with the mic, the one that Kent wants to open up just like an advent calendar at the start of December. Adam, it's well documented that your brother is Gary Marsden. Yeah. <laughs> so I have got a would you rather. Would you rather suck on Gary Marsden's big toe for 30 seconds or for Gary Marsden to spit in your mouth? Oh, that's they're both disgusting. See you next week, everyone. See you later. Bye.